between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. Father, we thank you tonight. We give you glory for everything. Thank you, Lord, for seeing us through and for helping us. Lord, we, we know that we have made so much progress in the spirit. Thank you because of you've helped us not by power or by might, but by your spirit. You brought us, Lord, this far, and we thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for the bread of heaven that is descending down for us to feast. Thank you because of the table that is already prepared in the spirit, which, of which we are already partaking, which we will continue to partake of by your spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for all the mercy you have shown to souls and to hearts, Lord, of your people. Thank you, Father. Thank you for release of strength and power and release of grace. Thank you. Thank you for deposits, Lord, of blessing which has happened. We give you glory and we give you praise, Lord. Lord, I thank you because of the recovery of sight the giving of fresh eyes and of new eyes, Lord, eyes that can see, that can see differently, that can see according to your calibration, the way that you want men to see. You are engrafting us and bringing us into the seeing, Lord, of that way of seeing, seeing after the pattern of things that are beyond the present, of things incorruptible, to see after the patterns of things everlasting. Thank you for the circumcision of our heart, the reshaping of our, our souls and our depths, oh God. Thank you. Thank you for making incisions and for breaking our hearts in those places as you have. Thank you for access to a higher conversation which mercy has brought our way thank you even for the grace to stay faithful to the light to stay faithful to the understanding which you have you are giving to every heart oh god that these things which we have heard will not let them sleep but father even more will be added to them as you see fit Thank you, Jesus. We thank you because we trust that there is a table also prepared for us tonight. And Lord, we come with the ability which you supply that you will help us to rise up to that place in the spirit where you've set this table. And Father, you will cause our heart to feast and cause our soul to drink and cause us, Lord, to be satisfied, Lord, with the uh, the words out of your mouth, out of your very mouth, out of your mouth, Jesus. Thank you. We give you glory. 
thank you, Lord, for awakenings that are ongoing, Lord, in the depth, recesses of our soul, by virtue of the quickening word, this everlasting word, which quickens, which makes alive. Thank you, our Father. We give all the glory to your holy name. Thank you for the utterance you give to us, and I ask for speed of understanding Amen. that you will supply every soul with as we reach into your world. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, I think this is the last day of prayer meeting. So you can just congratulate somebody. Um, thank you. Praise God. You made it through. Thank you. Amen. Um, we'll have life face tomorrow by God's grace. So that will be our, our last meeting for the year before the School of the Spirit. Um, how many of us are excited about it? Okay. Amen. Um, by God's grace, I believe it will be a wonderful time um, with the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. <coughs> Uh, let's, how many of us still want to hear the word? Are you tired? <laughs> I'm seeing tired faces, uh, tired bodies. Are you sure? You're not tired? Amen. Maybe we need to quickly wrap up and go and get ready for Christmas, eh? <laughs> Amen. Some of us have some last minute shopping. That we need to do. But you still have Thursday and Friday to shop, eh? Praise God. Amen. So we don't shop, we don't buy Christmas, no, we don't. <laughs> Praise God. Father, we thank you. Amen. Okay, let's see John. John chapter 9. John chapter 9, let's read from. From verse 1, amen. Thank you, Father. Glory to you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. John 9, verse 1, it says, And Jesus, and as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did see this man or his parents that he was born blind. And Jesus answered, Neither had this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. And I must walk the works of him that sent me, while it is day, the night cometh, when no man can walk. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And when he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle. And he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay and said unto him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. 
And he went his way therefore and washed and came seeing. Praise God. The neighbors therefore as they, they which before had seen him that he was blind, said, It's not this he that sat and, and begged. And some said, This is he. And others said, He is like him, but he said, I am he. And therefore said they unto him, who, How were thine eyes open? And he answered and said, The man that is called Jesus made clay and anointed mine eyes and said unto me, Go to the pool of Siloam and wash. And I went and washed. And I did what? I, I received sight. Praise God. Amen. This is one of the, one of the miracles of Jesus. Um, if we go back to verse 3. Verse 3. Um, Jesus answered. Praise God. Neither had this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be what? Be made manifest in him. Praise the Lord. That the works of God should be made manifest in him. Now, this is Jesus saying, who said before that, he said, I almost walked the works of him that sent me while it is day. He said, for the night comment, when no man shall what? Or shall walk. Praise the Lord. Um, now, this works, you will, there's a way you will wonder why, what does the works of God have to do with this man's sinning? Um, you know, from the light, sorry, with this man's blindness, from the light that you have, or that we are having, concerning God's works, uh, we know, of course, the works of God. When you say, when you hear works of God, the works of God are everlasting works. Right? They are everlasting works. The works of God are everlasting works. So, it might seem, okay, what does that have to do with a man physically seeing? I mean, that was the question that I asked when I, when I saw this. Praise God. Um, it says, Neither hath this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God. So, saying that the man's problem had nothing to do with sin. But now, sin, why would they speak about sin? Because every infirmity that men have are as a result of sin. I mean, in the flesh, right? sicknesses, diseases, um, those came as a result of the fall of man. And when man fell, um, sin traveled into the body and began to make the body, to break the body down. It made the the flesh weak. The flesh became open and exposed to all kinds of things. So, and this was the, um, the way the Jews saw sickness, they, the Jews actually, they, they relate sickness to sinfulness. Um, the Jews, they don't think about sickness the way 
secular minds do think about it like um, people we think about it more scientifically the average person thinks about it scientifically but based on their culture um, there is a way they see sickness and it's not just their own idea it came from the the conversation that they got from God praise the Lord it, it came from what conversations that they got from God and you see that in the book of in the book of Leviticus when the Lord was speaking to through to Moses about many things and and when he was speaking concerning the tabernacle concerning the priesthood concerning Levitical ministry all of those things he said that that people with blemishes any kind of blemish in their body cannot serve Praise God, they can't serve around the temple. So if we say they can't serve around the temple, it means that they are not, God was tying physical defects in their body to that it will affect spiritual service. Right? Praise the Lord. So that thought of tracing, of tying scenes to sicknesses and blemishes of the body actually it was actually God's thought God began to to teach concerning that he was teaching Moses concerning that praise the lord Hallelujah. and uh, and then the, the, the uh, to me i found the height of it was um one of the praise god the the priesthood in the priesthood of the old testament you know the priest they do almost all the function of the priest is around the tabernacle or within the tabernacle, everything, or instructing people. They can come out and instruct the Levites on what to do, and they can do, operate within the house. Praise God. And the high priest himself operates mainly within the house, but there's, or there's, a, there's a job that you need to, that can make the high priest leave the tabernacle and go out into the camp for. And it had to do with the dealing with the situation of leprosy in the camp. That when leprosy breaks out, it becomes a priestly, you have to involve the priest to deal with leprosy. Praise God. In fact, for somebody to be declared a leper is a priest who does that. It's kind of strange, isn't it? Right, you expect me to be a doctor somebody who has studied um, you know, the body and all that to be the one. But God said, no, it's the priest. That, that someone who just studies the body but doesn't study God wouldn't know too much about leprosy because leprosy is a dangerous kind of thing, sickness. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> that has some ties spiritually, right? So it also has some root um, spiritually. Praise God. Um, so, so he said that anybody who, they, when they suspect someone to be leprous, they have to go and call the priest. The priest has to come and he has to inspect the thing. Meaning that he has to bring his priestly eyes to, to look at it. And when he looks at it, he can tell. He can tell. And then he would tell them what to do. This is what to do. But if they need to quarantine the person, they quarantine the person. Praise the Lord. And, and, and often they have to send the person outside what? Outside the camp. 
outside the camp. Praise the Lord. Um, that now you, so, so there's something that the Lord was doing that. Of course, those are types. The Lord was showing um, examples concerning things that blemishes in the natural can be tied to spiritual, praise God, can be tied to what? Spiritual things. And the, and the covenant of the Jews was in their flesh. Praise God. So, because the covenant of the Jews was in their flesh, you will see why their priesthood could deal with matters that have to do with the word, that have to do with the flesh. Amen. Now, so, so here, in fact, I think Jesus healed the leper and he told him to go and show himself. Right? Because even, so it means that even at this time, as at when Jesus came, which is thousands of years after the law, that was still a thing in their time. That if he, the reason why he needs to go and show himself to the priest is so that it's the priest who, who declare and proclaim that you are now leprosy free by a virtue of his priestly eyes. Now, whether they still had those eyes, I don't think so. Praise God. At that time, but that was, that was the way it was at that time. Amen. So, so here... Um, so here, Jesus was asked, that's why they were asking Jesus, okay, so this, kind, this sickness this guy has, who sinned? Was it his parents who sinned that made this kind of thing come upon him? And Jesus answered that neither had this man sinned nor his parents, praise God, Hallelujah. but that the works of God should be made what? Manifest. For that the works of God should be made manifest. So it means that God, what does it mean of that? Is, that? is it that God made him blind? I don't know. Praise God. But all I know is that that's it. this situation is that the works of God should be made manifest. Praise God. So it's possible the, devil allowed, the Lord allowed the devil to afflict him with blindness so that the works of God should be made what? Manifest where? In him. So that the works of God should be made manifest where? In him. Be made manifest in him. So then God, Jesus then proceeded to heal the guy. Right? And so in healing him, healing him, the way Jesus did it, he spat on the clay, he mixed the clay, put the clay where? On his eyes. Verse 6. It says, when he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle. And he anointed the eyes of the blind man with a clay and said to him, go wash in the pool, which is by interpretation sent. And he went his way, therefore, and, and washed and then came backward, seeing. Praise God. Now, so that this demonstration of Jesus, so in what Jesus did, the works of God were made manifest. So I want to ask you how? How are the works of God made what? Made manifest. Praise the Lord. Now, Jesus did a number of things, a lot different miracles in, this, in the Bible, which are recorded in the Gospels. Praise God. 
But and all the, almost all the miracles that Jesus did, all the miracles that Jesus did, had to do with dealing with people's natural infirmities. The woman with the issue of blood, the centurion's servant, the Syrophoenician woman, different people, praise the Lord, the little 12-year-old girl who he raised up. How many, who else again? Blind Bartimaeus. Lazarus, the man at the pool of Bethesda, praise God. And then all the other works which he did, all that, like feeding people with bread, right? 5,000. Praise God. And different thing, even when it comes to walking on water, speaking to the wind, when it was time to pay tax, instead of putting your hand in his pocket, he said, go to the river, you see a fish, catch the fish, open his mouth, you see the, you see the money inside there. Praise God. Now, you see everything Jesus did. All of all those things which Jesus did. Now, if you can have time, go and, be, go and read all these works. Uh, so when he did it, and then people believed on him. They believed on him. They believed on his name. They believed on his name because he did those things. Praise God. Um, now, there is, there is an... There's a spiritually educated mind that, can, that will say, oh, Jesus just did all those things because the people were carnal. Um, really, those were just for the people. All, all Jesus really came to do was just to teach. But it's not true. Jesus is clearly saying here now, this particular one, Jesus is clearly saying it, that this man, why, why I heal this man? is so that the works of God should be made manifest in him. Jesus did not say, well, I just did it because the guy was blind, and so, you know, you have to be compassionate to people. But really, when my heart is really just quickly run to go and teach, you know, my disciples are waiting for me. Um, the real works of my father is to, is to teach them that come to me. Well, Jesus did not say that. Jesus constantly, when you read it, so these are the places where Christ's mind, someone who is educated in Christ, you can, some things will not seem to, you'll be comparing Jesus and Paul, for example. And Jesus will look more carnal than Paul because he was doing miracles every time. <laughs> Praise God. You know, you know how we saw Paul, we say, Paul, he did miracles at, the, at first, then after a while he stopped doing miracles and just started teaching in the book of Acts, which is true, which is true. But it seems as if Jesus did miracles all through, even till the day they even came to take him, he still got him ears ear back. He was still doing it, eh? He didn't stop it and say, no, 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 no. I just did that, you know, just to just announce myself a little bit. Now it's just time to focus on doctrine. So we just teach doctrine. We don't do anything. Praise God. That's what the Christ's mind will expect Jesus to do. Praise the Lord. Well, when you, if you, if you come and read Gospels with just pure Christ's mind, 
you will hardly be blessed with it from the Gospels. Because you, you will be looking for, what you will be looking for? The unsearchable riches. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You're looking to apprehend that by which you have been apprehended of him. Amen. Like Paul. Praise the Lord. Um, but Jesus, Jesus was just, just looked like just, it was just, uh, amen. If you have a Christ mind, you will, it will look like Jesus was just playing. What does, what is the meaning of that? If this Jesus came now and Christ watched him, they might be offending them. Why, Why would he just be doing miracles every time, every time? Can you see that? And, you know. <laughs> and, the Bible, and John even said there are many things that he did that were not recorded in the book. It's the ones that the Holy Ghost moved him because holy men wrote as they were moved by the Spirit. It's the ones that the Holy Spirit moved him to write that he wrote. But there are many that Jesus, it's possible Jesus was doing them constantly, 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 just doing miracles, 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 just doing miracles. Amen. It's possible that Jesus I don't I don't know, it's possible. Praise God. How God, went, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And he went about doing good and then healing those that were oppressed of the devil. He healed, doing good and healing those. That good that he does, a Christ's mind will see that good was only when he was teaching revelation. But you, just a Christ's mind will not see, will not be able to see the good too much in the miracles. The, the same way a baby, a milk Christian, will not see too much in the teachings of Jesus. They will see all just miracles. But the sight at which a baby sees the miracle of Jesus is not the same sight. It's not the exact sight of those miracles of what Jesus was doing. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So, so there's something about Jesus. Jesus, when Jesus Christ came, Jesus came to fulfill, he came to fulfill the works that the Father gave him in the flesh. He came to fulfill the Are you getting the sense of what I'm trying to say? He came to fulfill the works that the Father gave him in the flesh. In the flesh. What works, what works needed to be done in the flesh? That when he appeared in his own day and his own time, there were works that needed to be done in the, in the flesh. Now, it's, now, if you take somebody who did not have his stature, and send them at this time, they, will, they might be doing some works, but it might not be the works of Jesus. It might not be what Jesus was, what Jesus was doing. Praise the Lord. 
So let's see this verse 3. It said, Neither had this man seen nor his parents, but that the works of God should be what? Made manifest in him. Then verse 4. He then says something that I must walk, I must walk the works of him that sent me while it is day, for the night cometh when what? No man can walk. So, so the works of him that sent him is the work which Jesus Christ was doing is not, are not works that anybody can do. Right? They are not just works that anybody can do. Not, not anybody can do that work. Now, but he could do the works while the Father sent him because it was day. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because it was what? Because it was day. Then he's saying that if when this day passes away, then night has come. You now find out that no man can walk when it is night time. Praise God. And he's now explaining to you what's this day and what's this night. He said that, verse 5, that as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Praise God. So, so the day that Jesus was walking in was the day of his light, which he brought into the world, which he said concerning Abraham, that Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And said Abraham saw it. So Abraham rejoiced to see my day. That my day is this day that he is speaking concerning. That in this day, as long as he is in the world, that he is the light of the world. So Jesus Christ came as the light of the world. And while he was walking, he was walking as the light of the world. So now you now see that why this light of the world that Jesus had, or just that Jesus was using, is not wasn't just a light that was that so far and so, so, so intangible. Praise God. Uh, the light wasn't far away and intangible. That Jesus, like in John chapter 1, spoke about the light. In the beginning was the world, the world was with God, the world was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. Without him was not anything what made. That in him was life, and that life that was in him then became the light of men. And then the light shined forth in darkness, and then darkness comprehended it not. Now, the light shined forth in darkness. The light shined forth in darkness, and darkness could not comprehend the light. Amen. Now, that light that shines forth in darkness is the same light that is the light of the world. Praise the Lord. And he said that as long as I am in the world, that I am the world, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. So, so Jesus Christ was shining a light 
in his day. And he was operating. Now, what is that light that he was operating with? And why could that light touch a man? And touch the clay and mix the clay and put it on a man's eye. And then the man will see. Physical body. It means that, does that mean that that light of the world, of the Logos, can touch the body and heal the body? Of course it can. Of course it can. Why? Because all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. Right? So it's like saying, denying this operation of Jesus. It's like denying that God actually came and was able to use his everlasting life to create a physical ball called earth that has sand inside of it and create molecules of water and create trees that you can touch. That God's, you know, you see this life we are talking about that seems so far, everlasting life. Remember that it was that light in the beginning was God created the heaven and the earth. And then the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep, right? And then God said, let there be light. Now, of course, that light was in the sun and the moon because the sun and the moon hadn't been created at that time. That light is the, the light from which every, even all the material elements came from. Right? It was that light which was in the beginning with God, the same light of the Logos, which was in the beginning with God, which John began to speak about in John chapter 1. So, so it was that same light. Then, so Jesus, when he was raised as a son, he was raised, he became a Christ, from a Christ after he became a son of God. He came into the, as the embodiment of the Logos. When he embodied the Logos, he became an embodiment of the light. What light? An embodiment of the light that created the elements. The light, the very light from where elemental existence came from. Physical things came from. The same light. Hebrews chapter 1 spoke about him in another way. The God who has hundred times in diverse manner spoke, up, spoke to the fathers by the prophet has in these last days spoken to us by his son. Who be in the brightness of his glory. Now, he was a, he's the brightness. Let's see that. Hebrews chapter 1. Very quickly. Amen. God who has sundry times and in diverse manners speak in time past unto the fathers by the prophets hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son whom he had appointed what? Heir of all things. He, he had, so when he made him the heir of all things, that was a serious title that they gave to him. A very, very serious, mighty title. That to be an inheritor of all things, and then now comma by whom also he made the worlds. Right. So the same son. Now this son. So it means that this son, by whom he made the worlds, is the brightness of his glory, and that's verse three, and the express image of his person. Upholding all things by the word of his power, after he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on where the right hand 
of the word of the majesty on, on high. Praise God. In verse 10, let's see that. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are, thy, are the works of thy hands. They shall perish, but thou remainest, and they shall, they shall wax cold, old as dirty garment, and as a vesture shall thou fold them up, and they shall be changed, but thou art the same, and thy years shall not what fail. Say, but to which of the angels said yet any time, sit on my right hand, until I make thine enemies thy footstool? I did not all ministering spirits send forth to minister for them who shall be what? Who shall be heirs of salvation. Praise the Lord. So you, you see the extent of, um, now of course it's the same, the same power, the same logos. Amen. Amen. Um, now, so this light which Jesus has, or, or which, he, which he is, which he embodies, that light which he embodies, when Jesus Christ was in the world, he said, as long as I am in the world, then I am the word light of the world. As long as I am in the world, I am what? I am the light of the world. The light of the world means the illumination of the world. The light. The light means the understanding of the world. It means the interpretation of the world. And the interpretation of what the world is. That's what it means to be the light of what? Of the world. So, when Jesus Christ came on the scene, that's, that's an element of his of the of the of the eternal or the everlasting life which he had come into that you need to see it's just an aspect of everlasting life praise god it's an aspect of everlasting life that is not necessarily talking concerning the the light which which he is using to discern his father even though that is, is all inside the same light. But the same soul that was looking and seeing the Father, the same soul was also the light of the world. Praise God. So when you say light of the world, don't see it. Don't just think, see it as the guy who everybody has to believe to get born again. Now, when Jesus is talking about light of the world here, see what he is talking. He just heals somebody. Right? He's talking, <laughs> praise God. He just heals what? He just heals somebody. The reverse before that, he was talking about the works which he must do while it is day because the night is coming. Then before that, he said that this works which he's talking about has to do with this guy that he just healed because this guy's parents did not sin. But rather, he had this issue so that the works of God might be made manifest. Are you seeing the train? So you cannot divorce the light of the world from the world, let's say. Amen. Jesus himself, he said, he that followeth me will not walk in darkness. We'll have the light of life. So when you see Jesus' embodiment as light, 
He has, a, he has light. He's a light of many things. He's the light of life. So that's the illuminator of life. He's actually a, he's a, great, he's a great light. He's a light of life. Then he's also the brightness of the glory of God. The, that word brightness means the one who, who illuminates the glory. That word brightness of the glory means that he is the one who he interprets the glory of God. That he can see. There's nothing about the glory of God that Jesus Christ cannot see. And then he's also the express image of his person. The express image of the person of God. The brightness of the glory of God. And then the express image of his person. Then that, that, are you seeing different, just a light, but a light that has different sides to his knowledge. Now, there are aspects of this knowledge that doesn't, doesn't manifest until it gets to this phase, this state they're talking about. Jesus saying, I am the light of the world, wasn't talking about his Christ estate. Because, are you getting what I'm trying to say? This thing called the world here is not talking, is not talking about mystery Babylon the Great or that construct of called Egypt. He's not talking about loss of the eye, loss of the flesh, and the pride of life. Love not the world. That's not, that, no, that's not, that world is not what he's talking about here. When he says the world... It's like, the, it's like David's language when he was speaking that the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The world and all that what dwell. So the world and all that dwell there. He's not talking about that, the world as a construct of Satan. He's talking about what? The world that God created. By whom he made all the worlds. According to Hebrews chapter, chapter 1. So he's talking about this, the created world. Am I, are you getting what I'm saying? Which will include the physical elements of the world. So, so Jesus Christ, mainly what he's saying when you read this place, when he says, I'm the light of the world, he's talking about the particular aspect of his illumination. It's a department of his light. It's a department. He's not talking necessarily about the divine... Um, aspect of it by which he gazes upward, by which he sees the Father, and the aspect that illuminates the life that they have. He's talking about the part, aspect of everlasting life that shines outward into the world. It's an aspect of what? Everlasting life. So, now, everlasting light. Everlasting light. Listen, are you hearing what I'm saying? I mean, if you have an interest in what I'm saying at all today, praise God. Okay. Okay, everlasting light is the light of the world. The everlasting light is what? The everlasting light is the light that made the world. The everlasting light was the light in Genesis chapter 1. When God said, let there be let there be, let there be light. That was the everlasting light. Praise the Lord. 
So, that, are you seeing what I'm trying to say? The everlasting light was that light in Genesis chapter 1. The everlasting light is the light in, Gen, in John chapter 1, which is the light of men. As well. And it's the light in Hebrews. As well. Praise the Lord. So, but, so you see that everlasting light, what I'm trying to say is that there's an aspect, a department of that light that is, illum- is an illumination for what you call the world. And anything short of that light cannot illuminate the world. The light of Christ cannot illuminate the world. The light of Christ can shed light into the system that govern the world. The spiritual system of which Satan has created and he is used to, he installed on the hardware. And then he's using it. Praise the Lord. He's, Satan designed his, his software that's running on the hardware. But is the software is a bad software because how you know it's, it's a bad software is because it is corrupting that world that God created. The, the world that God created, Satan installed his spirit of the world on the, he installed the spirit on the creation of the world. And that spirit is spoiling the world that God, the, that God created. It's, corrupt, it's corrupting it. It's corrupting it. It's, everything about that system of the world is corruption. Praise the Lord. It's corrupting the world. Now, when somebody is raised, is raised into the stature of Christ, such a person, you've been given the, you've been given the stamina against worldliness, against the software, the spiritual software that is running the, the way of thinking. The soul, the spirit around souls who are interacting with the world. The spirit around souls who are what? Who are, so what, what Satan did was he made sure that the, the world is not free of spirits. That there are spirits around the world who are perpetuating how should you praise God. So what we call the spiritual world, Babylon, is actually just a program of how should you relate with the world that God made. Right? It's, the, it's, a, it's like an interference on how should the soul be relating with the world that God made. And then it's called also the world. Why do they call it the world too? It's because the way Satan designed is that you should not see a difference between what he's, how he has programmed your interaction and the very, very creation that God made. So that, that should be what world is to you. That what the world is to you should be what the prince of the power of the air, the same spirit that walked in the children of disobedience, who moves them in according to the cause of this world. Praise the Lord. That that's how, how men should, what, should relate. So any soul who is able to, by virtue of Christ's stature, able to defeat and overcome that spirit in the, in the world, thank God that's some freedom, but that's not full freedom. That's not freedom. That's not full freedom. Nobody will be fully free until they come into the light 
that can what? That can illuminate which world now? The one that God created, which includes the physical and all of that. So, Jesus' strength not to abuse the world, the created world, and to use it, it wasn't come from, didn't come from his Christos alone, his Christ stature alone. He was actually using the world from a higher place. That when he, when he looks at the world, he knew everything about it. Why? Because of the light that created it was on the inside of him. Jesus Christ knew what he knew. He just began to know things. Now, do you believe that can happen? I want to ask you a question. Do you believe that can happen? Now, scientists have made us feel like in order to know the world, that you must spend your whole life in the lab. And study and study and study. And then after studying for like 50 years, you now realize that you've learned one dot out of everything <laughs> in the whole world. That when it comes to the world itself, like the nature of even the physical creation and, and everything about it, that you actually know very, very little yeah. about it. Look at this coronavirus thing, for example. To me, the way people are seeing it is not the way me I'm seeing it too. Sorry, me, I'm seeing it very, very differently. Very, 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 very differently. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> huh? you, want to know? you want to know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is that, praise God. You know all these scientists that make us feel like we are foolish, praying and believing in God by faith, and all that, that they, they follow facts and all that. Me, I'm, I'm not realizing that we are all the same. <laughs> that's what me, I'm, I'm, to be honest with you, that's my own discovery. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, that we are all what? Because it's, the way the virus is handling us, that is handling them too. <laughs> There's no difference. Praise God. I or nobody has thought about that before. <laughs> nobody has asked that question before. How many things have they said about the virus that? That they, when they say it, they have to now come two, two weeks later and upgrade it. Say, so, uh, well, um, yeah. Um. <laughs> and they always say, follow the science. And I, and I discovered that science is now more of religion than religion. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't think so? Science is now more of religion than religion now. It's almost like trying an error, right? The first dose is not working. Let's try another dose. Then another dose after. <laughs> Praise God. 
<laughs> Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So, so it means that, and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with science. There's nothing wrong with science, okay? Science is just science. But the problem is when you try to make science what it's not, that's where the problem is. Praise the Lord. So, um, when it comes to when it comes to knowing um, the the world, knowing the world, knowing the world, praise God, knowing the world. After a while, you begin to realize that there's more authenticity in knowing the world spiritually than knowing the world naturally. There's more authenticity in what? You can, you can know it in one way. You can know it another way. But when you know it spiritually, the knowledge is more what? Praise the Lord. Praise God. Now, Jesus was, now Jesus as the light of the world, um, he was, Jesus was constantly dealing with people. Praise God. Hallelujah. Constantly dealing with people. Now, if you ask me, okay, why did you pour put the saliva on this on the on the this thing and mix it up? Why was he doing his miracles differently? Now if you are a lazy person. You will say he just felt like it. Right? He just felt like, okay, this time, ah, let's play with sand now. Let's do sand. <laughs> sand method. This is sand method. <laughs> Praise God. When he went to the guy by the pool, why did he not lay hands on him? Okay, why didn't you just tell him, aha? I rebuke this foul spirit of lameness now. Okay, why did you tell him, take up your bed and walk? Why did he ask him to take up his bed? I'm just asking questions about these things. Look at the miracle of the woman with the issue of blood. That's another method entirely. I don't know if you've thought about that, that, one, that method. Now, what strikes you about that method? Uh, 
what strikes me about that method is this, it's different. It, it, it couldn't have been the faith of Jesus that healed her. Why? Because Jesus didn't know that she was going to touch him. Jesus wasn't actively channeling faith towards her. But she touched his garment, something flowed out of his garment into her. And she was healed, right? And then he felt it's something that just left me. Now, why, did, why couldn't the lady, why did she have to touch the garment? Why couldn't she just Bluetooth? I, I hereby stretch my hand. By faith. Why couldn't faith Bluetooth the garment? Why, could, why did she have to touch the garment? Huh? And another method, the centurion servant. He just spoke in there and check. Ah, I'm a man of no authority. Ah, oh, really? I'm a, oh, you're on the son of Okay, okay. He's done. Then they checked. Ah, immediately he said, what time did he start getting where? It was exactly when Jesus said, ah, okay. Are you seeing different methods? Tell me, that, you don't think there is a science behind it or something? <laughs> there is no science, spiritual science. Uh, or you, you think it was just Jesus being, doing, being dramatic? Let me just do it this way now, with this style and this method. To, Variety. So it seems as if when it, when it comes to ta- re- dealing with the earth, bodies, things, he was operating with a light. It, was, it wasn't anyhow. It wasn't, it wasn't just, it wasn't, it wasn't just anyhow. It wasn't just, oh, I'm anointed, therefore I can do anything however I like. There was something. It was, it was a light. I don't know if you, you can see that in operation. What about when you, when you wanted to pay tax? Why did he just, he just open his hand and give the thing and the... Or just make the coin appear inside the bag. Why do they have to be fish, opening fish? I was just doing all those things in all those ways. Amen. When it was time to feed the, the, the uh, 5,000, his method of doing it. Praise the Lord. Now, you might say, oh, he was just blindly hearing Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost said, okay, do this now, do this now. That's what we felt about that. We've used those to teach gift of the Spirit, leading of the Spirit. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I believe, based on what Jesus is saying, that there, there is a light that he has. It's a light. It's a spiritual light. It's a spiritual light. That Jesus had. Amen. Amen. 
How did Jesus ascend when he was trying to ascend? Uh, how did he know? There's ascension, there is walking on water. So if you think what I'm teaching today is very spooky. Hey, finally, hey, we knew the Pastor Jeff, there's something wrong about you. Ah, are you one of these people? You started teaching levitation and all those things. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So all this thing I'm saying now, I'm not saying to, for you to go and start practicing them or trying to practice them. That's not what I'm, I'm telling you. Amen. That's the difference between me and those who teach levitation. And I'm not telling you you can do it. Praise God. I'm just trying to show you there's something here. We can't be blind to it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Some, these are the things that, that mark the difference between everlasting life and the Christ life. Yes, sir. These are part of, this an aspect of it. It's an aspect of it, an aspect. Praise God. So, so it's very clear that there is a life that can raise a person to become a master of the natural life. Right? You can become, you can have mastery over, you can have mastery over the, over the natural. Praise the Lord. So now, the main point is this, that one of the, the, the manifestations, the, the, one of the, 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 the way that, that everlasting life will express itself is in the, is in the natural world, yes, right? And, okay, when we're talking about natural world, First of all, it begins with your own vessel, yes. right? Your own, your own vessel, your own, your own vessel. What you, what you do with your own, your own vessel. Am I correct, sir? So, the works of God can, the works of God, you cannot separate God's works, right? God's works on the earth from its impact on human vessels. You cannot separate God's work on the earth with what? Impact, with impact on human vessels. The more 
The more you, there's a way Christ's nature is. Christ, Christ when Christ is, when someone is in the school of Christ, there's a way you, this, you, can, you can almost ignore your body fully. You, anything physical, you completely ignore anything physical. And it's, and it's, for, it's for a purpose. It's to raise you up fully to be what? Completely tuned. Because the reason is because the knowledge, where they, where they kept the knowledge, the secret of everything here is there. But Satan wants you to just be here. Because if you are here, he's the one who will teach you about everything and abuse the knowledge. What if he can make you ascend? You're not saying that all the knowledge for everything here is actually up there. That's what Christ is. Christ is the, is the mountain of ascension to make a, a, a soul climb and go very, very high spiritually. So you don't discover that. It takes a highly spiritual man to know what to do with his body. Someone who is carnal will love the body and, oh, my body. That's how a, a canal soul will handle the body, Because a canal soul, when you say body, that's all you can think about. You can't think of anything more than, more than body. <laughs> but but when, they, when they raise the soul, they have to raise the soul up to be spiritual. Then you now begin to see from that height. You cannot begin to see body, what body is. Many things about body. How, how can someone's body being physically beaten and put on a cross have something to do with the sin of the whole world? You can never answer that question if you are just by just the knowledge of Christ. You must go beyond the knowledge of Christ to see the answer to that kind of thing. Right? Somebody's physical beating and all of those things. And, and he was so, that would tell you that the combination of that light on the inside of him was really how to offer his body. That was the leading to the cross. He was carrying his body to the cross. Carrying his body to the cross. And they call those days the days of his flesh. The days. During the days of his flesh. Praise the Lord. So those days of his flesh culminate in this, in this day, which he's talking about, right? That while he was in, it is day for him, his own day then. And while he is in the world, right? As long as he's in the world, I'm in the light of the world. Praise the Lord. And so in his day, which Abraham... Rejoice to see. 
praise the Lord. <clears throat> so that day was the time of the shining of the light, the everlasting light in his physical body. Praise the Lord. And then later, John now began to teach that when the, when the doctrine of the Antichrist is reaching its peak, the, the, the server of the doctrine of the Antichrist is the, the, the denial that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. That's more than Jesus Christ didn't come. No, it's more than that. It's talking about they will be denying. The, so Antichrist trains souls to deny the expression of everlasting life in the flesh of man. That any time you learn and learn, learn, someone learns and learns, I want to tap that, touch that knowledge. The Antichrist nature wants to block that kind of, that kind of thing. Praise God. Amen. Now, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, let me just say something very quickly. One of the main reasons, purposes for the body, or the entry point, the main use of the body, of the body, the main use of the body, and I believe this above every other use of the body, the main use of the body is the trapping of light <laughs> revelation. The trapping of light revelation. Do you get what I'm saying? Now you may say, oh no, is that not the soul? Hey, wait. Why wouldn't, why can't someone die and go and be learning revelation in heaven? Why is that not the pattern? Why is it that it's like they, they gave you the body, right? And it's according to what you are able to, to receive. So, his soul inside an earthly body is a revelation machine. It's a machine of revelation. Once the soul leaves the body, ah, they spoil the work. How can we get this thing inside his soul now? It's a problem. We can't get this thing inside his soul. Uh-uh, why did they leave the body? When it's inside the body, they can download Christ, 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 Christ. After they can talk, Father, Father, Father. After a while, they can begin to talk about God, God, because it's in the body. Once the soul leaves the body, that program stops. So, I, 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 I dazzle I a lot a little with the outward aspect of Things, but this is where I'm coming together. This is where I'm going to now. Okay. Amen. Amen. Is see that light? When you say I'm the light of the world, we know that he wasn't born the light of the world. So, what is now asking? How did he trap that light? How was that light trapped on the inside of him? How did that light come? So, we underestimate what the body. The power of what your body is for. Your body, body. 
The body is a machine for the download of spiritual revelation. When you when 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 they are raising you to become a revelation when I say a revelation instrument, a revelation machinery. After a while, you see, all your body begins to participate. All your body begins to participate. The frame of a, of a person are you seeing the brain? You see the brain? You see the nervous system? The way they created the entire body is actually for the trapping of everlasting life. It's for the trapping of everlasting life. The trapping of everlasting life. Yes. It's for the trapping of everlasting life. When this, when this life begins to increase, and, and, and the Lord is, is getting there, I'm seeing, I'm seeing visions these days. I'm seeing visions. I know the vision I'm seeing is not closing eye visions. I'm just seeing, they just show me things. What we're talking about in the car today, it just came to me in my heart. I just began to see, I just began to see the future. I was seeing the future. What was I seeing? I was seeing attitude of another generation who might come maybe after us. I saw, I was seeing the scripture, the scripture jumping out and going back. Coming out, going back. <laughs> I told Wesley, I told Wesley, I see this, this scripture behaves like a, like a shy, a shy girl who, who has a love interest, who retreats. That's how the scripture behaves. Like the scripture shines a little and then it goes back. And then, I, and, I'm, and then I'm seeing a great divide which men have to cross, cross over. And then when, we, when you cross over to that place, crossing over to the place where all the revelatory power of the scriptures begin to open up. If there's a level that scripture can open, you can faint. Do you know that revolution can make you faint? Do you know that? Do you know that? You don't believe me? You don't believe me? Wow. Yeah, because when, when revelation is coming, revelation is coming at a higher level. It's, doing, it's tampering with your, with the body. It wants to fashion the body. It wants to pick the body with it. With it. it, wants to take the body on a on a journey. Mm. 
Thank you, Jesus. Paramashata Parikuste Priotamala. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you. Revelation. Revelation can do a lot. Can do a lot. When you see someone, someone gets born again, you try and get, do everything to get them filled with the Holy Ghost sometimes. They can't get filled with the Holy Ghost. Why? Because something is wrong. A lot of times, what's wrong is there's something wrong with their frame. A lot of times, that's what it is. There's something wrong with their frame. Their frame, something is wrong with it. It's not fashioned to flow with spirit. It's not purely, it's not, it's not a soul thing. When you're talking about Filling you with the Holy Ghost. No, it's not soul thing. A lot. A lot of the gates that stop someone being able to flow with the Spirit is in their body. Yeah. You don't know that? I mean, a lot of way of thinking is in your body. Gates of how you reason. How thinking cooperates with feeling. How your brain signals hormones to be released in your system. There are hormones that that participate when the spiritual activity going on. For some people, they don't walk. <laughs> the way their mind thinks, they don't think spirit. Some, some mind cannot think spirit. Mind, I'm talking of brain. So some souls, when you try to just minister maybe Holy Ghost to them by laying on of hands, and then the atmosphere of the spirit, they can't respond that way. People are responding, but they can't. That thing that's happening to others can't happen to them. And, and, and when some, a lot of times when I encounter such a person, I know, the, I know the, pro, the problem is this. They need a repair before they can receive spirit. And how do you repair such a person? It's revelation. It's revelation. Only revelation. Only revelation. Revelation can vibrate what laying of hands cannot vibrate. Why? Because when, when revelation passes through the gate, the gate is the mind. When you're talking to somebody's thinking, talking to their mind, talking to their mind, talking to their mind, talking to their mind, you can talk to them and their neurons begin to vibrate after a while. And then begin to release chemicals that it doesn't release normally. <laughs> but that talk is spirit talk, right? It means Holy Ghost can wear the body and the body begins to operate a certain way and release all kinds of hormones and chemicals and begin to respond a certain way. And a lot of times, through teaching, someone who, didn't have, who couldn't speak in tongues before, they were just hearing, 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 hearing. One day, tongues just comes out because something changes um, on, in their, on, their, on their person. The body is very involved. The body is very involved. Praise the Lord. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So there's so much about the body that we don't really know yet. There are many, 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 many things 
in there. Some, some people that hate, when you hate somebody and you keep malice with them, sometimes it's not inside your soul, it's in your body. Some, yeah, the soul, has, the spirit has trained them, trained it. Took, they took it from, they know, that, they know that when they store it in the body, it, becomes, it can become everlasting. So, so they, they will quickly want to move it from just within your heart, your soul. They move it, they will train your mind. When you, think, hear this, when you see this person, think this way, and then release this kind of sad Dark feeling, something. His body, body is operating. Oh, body! You get what I'm saying? That withdrawal. That you think it's just your soul? No, 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 no. Train spirits. Train the body of people. You see, how this person can flows flows with the spirit. This one does not flow. This one is too like a plank. It's not just the inward man. Work has been done. Now, everlasting life cannot be carried by the soul alone. Everlasting life is the wholesome life. It's the life that where they want to, where a man, the total, is the life for the total man. Where all, all of a person's being must come together. Submit, submit to, to a light. Submit to the light. Thank you. Thank you. I want to ask you a question. I want to try and ask you a question. Try to... Try to... Try and pray and bring down the presence of God without using your body. The tongue, tongue. Don't let your tongue do anything. Just be like this. <laughs> Don't use your vocal cords. Don't use your tongue. Just stay like this. Okay. And then bring down the presence. Mm. Wow. Try it, you can't. Wow. <laughs> when Spirit comes to your heart. The closest part, they touch the tongue, the tongue, the tongue, the tongue, the tongue. When the tongue is, when the tongue is moving, it, it wakens the mind. It, en- it engages the senses. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? <laughs> so it means the tongue, can, the tongue can lead the other parts of your your. Cognition, that which is the, the, your, even your brain, 
and the rest of your body. After a while, you can pray in tongues. You begin to feel it all over, all over, all over, all over, all over. Like I'm, after my, on my feet, I can feel the, the presence of God on my feet right now. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So, when, when they give you the earnest of the Spirit, that's just the beginning. See that Holy Ghost you started with? What they, want, they want to move your entire being to begin to, to resonate with the Spirit, to resonate with truth. After a while, the entire being begins to resonate with what? With the truth. When they really worked on a body, when they worked on the, on the body very well, a body that has been worked on is a body whose gates have been opened. The gate of the person has been opened to receive what? means that when the soul is yearning for an experience, the body doesn't shut it down. It doesn't block it. It doesn't stop it. Because so much life has been downloaded. You know what I'm saying? Man? So, so, so the... the, the the, the, uh, so the, the main reason I told you for the, your body is for the receipt of revelation. It's for the receiving of revelation. It's for the what? For the receiving. For the receiving of revelation. Thank you, Jesus. If what I'm saying to you now I'm not saying it. I just wrote it down in the paper. It will have an impact when you go and think it yourself. If you go and think it, what I wrote, it will impact you a little. If you then say it to yourself, it will impact you a bit more. Do you, are you getting what I'm saying? It's, it, has to, it, has to, it has to travel through body. Right now, I'm ministering to you. I'm releasing things through my body. To you. I'm, taking, I'm picking things from the scripture by the spirit and I'm releasing them. To, I'm using my body to release them. All of my body. My body has to participate. And the level at which my body is participating in this operation is to a degree the level to which my channels have been opened up over time for, for, a, long, for a long time. How long have been, it has been given for, for the release of things, things like this. So this, this gospel will begin to teach you about your bodies. So your body is not for, ah, yesterday. Some of us flow more in that kind of gist chat. Oh, my God. Then, then when we open Bible, that thing does not, we've not learned flow. It's to me, I don't believe in, ah, I'm just a gentle, I don't believe that thing at all. Forget <laughs> Then you are a gentle Christian, you are a liar, you are lying, you are not a gentle Christian. There's nothing like gentle Christian. Because I see you when you are not gentle. Why are you only gentle when it comes to Christianity and when, the, when, the revela- when revelation comes? Praise God. 
not even all these gentle things. All this, you see the, all the liars here, right? When you go to church in this, in this place, you see everybody. Yeah. If you, they will almost convince you that there's a special Holy Ghost for white, for, for <laughs> developed world Christians. It's a calm Holy Ghost. It's not like our own. You know our own in Africa. <laughs> Very gentle, the Lord, God bless you, and all that sense. Praise God. A lot of times it's a lie. They are, is they keep, they are keeping their vessel from God for something. You want, when you want, you want to see that vessel unleashed, go and watch a hockey game. Go and watch a hockey game. You know that that vessel can flow. <laughs> Well, the devil has lied to us. You see, this, this vessel God has given us, that we can't use it for him, that we can't, that, that God cannot possess the vessel, that he can't take it over as his own and use it for himself. That you can't, that, that, that the soul cannot just flow with, flow with God, flow with the Spirit. There are lights that will not come because gates are shut, doors are shut, doors are shut. We have been bound together by the world, the corruptible world has taught us corrupt, corruptible, being put together in a corruptible way. See, the time has come. Time has come. When Shakaria la Mosesta Provenata Karia Loscaribatua. Like, like David. Remember David? When, when the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, the guy just began to dance. That was Old Testament demonstration. Eh? Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where he even saw that kind of thing. He, he danced. All his clothes fell off. He was naked. He didn't care. Something. Are you getting what I'm saying? Even saw, even saw, even saw. When Samuel poured oil on his head. After a while, the guy turned, became a prophet. He began to prophesy. It, was, it wasn't just, it wasn't prophesying in the street, he was prophesying on the street. 
on the street. Amen. So it shall come to pass in those days that the Lord will say, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Not what all flesh, all manner of flesh. Yes, spirit will be poured upon all yes. flesh. The sons and daughters will begin to prophesy. The old ones will begin to see visions. Praise the Lord. Are you, are you getting what I'm trying to say? <clears throat> This, this scripture, revelation, revelation, spiritual revelation, is actually, it's a mover of, of men. It's meant to move you. Revelation is meant to move you. It will start little, just little. You start experiencing it little, like a little fire sometimes when it's coming to you. You'll be feeling that little fire, just that little fire. But it doesn't end there. Don't make no mistake. There's no body that that is the all and all. That's all God wants you to do, just to feel a little fire. No. God wants that fire to grow. Yes. To grow. Yes. To grow. Yes. When you are relating with revelation knowledge, the opening of scripture, what is coming, you have, after a while, you can gather flames in your heart. Flames in your heart that will engulf all, all of your being. When, when we begin to encounter the word at that level, that's when there are some things that will begin to drop in. You're asking how did Jesus learn what he learned? You're asking how did Jesus learn what he learned? How did he learn what he learned? Praise the Lord. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So the Lord wants to also plunge all our being, all our being. Don't reserve anything. Don't be a reserved person when it comes to the things of the spirit. Don't be open. Open your. The Lord will give you wisdom to open up your soul to encounter God spiritually. We are reading your Bible. And then the, 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 the scripture you're reading is saying, talk about me, say me, speak about me. Sometimes the scripture does that. Sometimes I'm reading about, my wife thinks sometimes thinks I'm crazy. At home I can just be saying things, random things, scriptures. <laughs> sometimes lyrics of songs. <laughs> why? And I don't know why. It's just, it's just, it is possessing me. And I don't, I don't want to be strong to resist it. I don't want to be too put together to, to resist it. That's how it ought to be. They want to open doors to our, in our soul. They want, to, they want to open gates to us. These are gates of the spirit. These are gates that we will travel by. That we will travel with. And none of you will be natural, ordinary anymore. There will be none of you that will find the, the realm of the spirit strange, far away, like not for you anymore. You will flow unapologetically 
you will flow with the spirit. The spirit realm, the life of the spirit, the realm of the spirit will become your realm, to become your world. You will never be ashamed of it. You will embrace it. So shall it be unto you. Thank you, Father. Grosha matara paso. Let's just pray. Pray in the spirit. Shatara para maso prakirio skitara rosa. Mashada ornos frasta pata para dos tepano. Yela lama yela shaya. Oli havana yasha. Maeli venosi elai. Yeprane usano. Yela yasha yamano. Yebrana de aloha.
Thank you, Jesus. 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 Oh, Makata. Prestis Koskol Kalkal Kalka Protosia. Shadabaranabosiano. El Paranosenia Lamaso. Randa Lavasaya Nose. Elianda Almasurika. Eliano Pradolialosa. El Briano. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. Glory to your name, Jesus. Glory to your name, Jesus. Glory to you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Shatalam rosta kalamosatai. Prasta pato di prasto kori paras. Prasta paro di mosto se proto boske. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Oh, glory to you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. 
said to the woman at the well that this water that I give to you will, will be in you a fountain of living water that will spring up into everlasting life. Waters. Waters of God. The Lord will immerse every one of us into his waters. The, the life, the realm of the spirit will become your your wall. Amen. Amen. You will live in the spirit. You will walk in the spirit. Everything that hinders your fluency in the things of the spirit, they will crumble. anything that is resistant to light, to revelation, to flowing with thoughts, thoughts, spiritual thoughts, you get to a point where you are more natural with spiritual thoughts. Spiritual things will make more sense to you than natural things. Up with wings as eagles, you'll be able to soar above every. You see all these birds. No, you know, an eagle is not an ordinary kind of bird, it's not like any kind of bird. When you mount up with your wings as eagles in the spirit, you see these little evil spirits that trouble you with nothing. What is unforgiveness, malice, anger? Backbiting, gossiping, all the other little works of the flesh. Those are nothing. Those are nothing. Once you once you've gathered wings, once you have wings in the spirit, 
Once you, your thought, those thoughts will not be will not be found where you'll be thinking from. You'll be so far away from those things. So shall it be unto you. In Jesus' name. Our Father, we thank you tonight. We give glory to your holy name. We bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for what we have received from you. From you, you alone, the Father of lights. You who gives every good and perfect gift. We bless your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. The Son of God, our High Priest. Thank you for answering our prayers. We are already experiencing heaven open. And it will open even more. We anticipate all that you are going to do over the next few days and weeks and months and even this coming year so much glory that will, will, will descend upon us so much that will be wrought within us thank you our father I give you all the glory we give you all the glory we bless your holy name thank you Jesus in Jesus name we pray Amen, Amen. Between the shine you dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth.